Booze and books may contain boozy language and themes. Listener discretion is advised. Hey guys, it's Lindsay and Kristen again. You guys love our voices by now because, well, we don't love listening to ourselves, but <laughs> we apparently do considering the fact that we talk all the time. You would think that I think we would like listening to ourselves more, but I actually freaking hate it. <laughs> I think like listening back at the podcast is really creepy, yeah. like hearing your voice because I think I sound nicer than I actually think I sound. You do. You don't sound like not nice. See, I think in my head I sound like a bitch. No, not at all. <laughs> Which is weird, weird. when I was back. Yeah, no. But I think we like to hear ourselves talk because we talk. There you go. I think person. that is true. I just don't think we like to listen to our voices. Yeah. We just like to hear ourselves talk. Yeah, which we do. And yeah. Anyways, <laughs> back on track. <laughs> so we're back for our fourth episode. It's crazy. Yay. And uh, yeah, so fourth episode. We still have not gone any further than the last time with <laughs> our planning on this podcast. Life kind of got away from us this last month. Um, yeah, so we have officially decided to actually meet up outside of meeting up for the podcast part yeah. that is centered around actually talking about doing other stuff for the podcast, like Instagram. Instagram. Yes, Instagram and Stop. <laughs> Instagram is stuff. Thought I had more to that, but I can do anything. Stop. We'll have a discussion. More, to, more to come next month for you guys. Yeah, we'll for sure have like our shit together a little bit more next month. This month got away from us, so. Yeah. Yeah, so definitely, but again, still every month, 20th, it will be posted. Yes, we'll guarantee that at least. Yes. We got, I feel like that's the main thing, consistency on when we get them out. Yeah. So, yeah, every month, 20th, and everyone should rate, review, and subscribe. Yes. Everyone should also, while you're doing that, send us an email. I, our poor little inbox has been so quiet, and we would love to hear from anybody, really, at this point. It's super windy, and that just scared me, so that was weird. <laughs> yeah, um, we're sitting in the front room, and it's freaking crazy outside right now. It's, like, trying to snow, but it's not trying to snow, and it's fucking windy. Oh, by the way, we're in Canada, if anyone didn't <laughs> that before, specifically Calgary. <laughs> if you're like, where are these girls living from, doing? And, yeah. yes, we suffered with a freaking huge snow dump. Yes. Two weeks September. ago. That was fucking horrible. Yeah. But, yeah, is so it might, I don't know if I'll pick it up, but hearing, like, wind creakiness, it's just because we're on the side of a hill. So, <laughs> you get the wind coming at you. Exactly. exactly. It's seriously fucking windy. It but, is. yeah, we would love to hear from everyone. Yes, please email us at boozeandbooks at gmail.com. Booze with three O's. Books with three O's at gmail.com, please. Thank you. It's very easy. Like, we literally, you could just say, like, potato, and we would love to hear it. Or you yeah. could say, You bitches. Yeah, we would also love to hear any feedback you have. What would you like us to talk about? What kind of wine would you like us to drink? Mm-hmm. What kind of books would you like us to read? What kind of things do you want to focus on for the next episode? Even we don't know say no hi. Time. Yeah, say hi. You can just literally say hi. We'd love to hear from you. Also, we got our first review, and it was really exciting for me anyway. I think Kristen's equally excited, but I am. So shout out to Edna Office Wife. Uh, Don't know exactly who you are. Uh, We have a feeling we used to work with you, but Edna's throwing us off. Yeah, so maybe uh, reach out to us, girl, guy, whoever you are. Love to hear from you. Yes. But thank you for reviewing, and we love more reviews. Thank you. Um, also, our social media is, oh yeah, if you want to follow us, yes, follow us at lin.said, yes, L-I-N-D dot S-A-I-D, and mine's Kristen S at 17, I was going to say at, 
That's 17. <laughs> um, Kristen with the E. Like and a K-R-I. Well, obviously. <laughs> I don't know what some people spell with oh, a yeah. Y. Some people spell it with oh, yeah. like I, I guess Kirsten. some people ask me if it's uh, starts with a C. That's just weird. Ooh, to me, yeah. that's more like a Christine. Yeah. But that's whatever. True. That's true. So it's Kristen. Standard Kristen. But with an E at the end instead of an I. Kind of oh, thing. Yeah. That's true. So... Nothing too fancy. Just, you know, 80s, 90s baby where it's either an E-N or an I-N. I'm an E-N. So, S-17. Okay. <laughs> okay. Still need to change that because I never remember. Lindsay actually had to tell me what my Instagram thing was. In all fairness, you don't really look at yours. Like, you're never typing your yours in usually. So, I get it. I only know mine because I changed mine recently. And I really fun. need to change mine. Make it something easier. <laughs> um, also, we, um, I guess we should talk about the wine concern. Oh, yeah. That we haven't really made it basically far at all into drinking our wines right now. That's true. But I do have a good taste of mine, I think. So, I don't know. If you want to go first on your lovely red. Yes, so this week we're drinking a wine called Twists of Fate. Um, there is, I'm assuming three, do you, is there another white one? No, there's another red though. Okay, so they have um, three flavors we'll go with, three kinds of wine. They have one white which is what Lindsay's drinking. Yeah. And she'll uh, describe that to you. And then I'm drinking one of the reds. Um, I'm drinking the Shiraz Cabernet Sauvignon. And then there's also the Malbec Merlot. Malbec Merlot, the two M's, um, which I'm assuming would be pretty good. This one seems, we haven't oh, tried it yet. She bought it. Maybe <laughs> we'll just go into it a little bit later. Um, but we'll probably get to it. this one. Uh, actually, I'll talk about this red after Kristen talks about her red, and then I'll talk about my yes. white. My red, it's the bottles are I think um, thirteen ninety nine. Yeah, they're super cheap. Uh, I think twelve ninety nine, thirteen dollars. So about thirteen. We'll about. go with, and um, it's actually pretty good. I actually was a little yeah, nervous getting the wine. Okay. So I was like, I don't know if it's going to taste good. Right? I was like, $13. I was like, it's not going to be that good. Yeah, it could go one or two ways. Yeah. $13 at Costco. Now that gets you a good bottle of wine. $13 at Safeway or in other places. <laughs> Maybe not. So, uh, <laughs> you're really testing fate. Exactly. There. Twist of fate. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> She's funny, guys. Uh, I know. <laughs> Tell me more about your wine. <laughs> Sorry. Um, anyways, the Shiraz cab is really good. I actually quite like it. I would actually get it again. And I love the fact that <laughs> printing on the back's in blue because, you know, I love it. Um, that's why you should buy wine. It says that it's, um, it's a rich blend of Shiraz and Cabernet, um, with hints of ripe red fruit and spices. This is a smooth red is complex and expressive, which I don't really know exactly where they're going with the expressiveness on that, but for sure smooth. It's very Ooh, that's good. I do agree. It's very smooth. I'll take a sip and let you know if Ooh. it's expressive. Expressive. Um then it's not expressive. No, not smooth. But not expressive. Um the other bottle of red, although neither of us have tried it, but I'm sure we will. Uh, this one is a, like Kristen said, Merlot Malbec, and it is an intriguing wine with a rich blend of Malbec and Merlot with aromas of blackberry and plum. Mm. Every bottle is well-balanced and has a long, smooth finish, so kind of looking forward to trying this guy. I am too. I know, that one sounds really good. I'm a big Malbec fan, so. I love Malbec. And I love Merlot, actually. I like Shiraz, too, so I think I could like Shiraz and like the cab, apparently. Kestad is okay. It's not my favorite. It's my favorite. Like with If you ever want to be my friend, buy me a really nice bottle of red that's a cab, and I'll probably be your best friend for like your life. Perfect. Legit. Good to know. 
for future <laughs> future reference. Just FYI, guys. Um, and then the white is actually really good. It's a little bit fruitier than I was hoping for because it's part Chardonnay, part Pinot Grigio. I like my Chardonnays really dry. Um, but this one is described as crisp and fresh. Every bottle expresses aromas of citrus fruit and pear and has a long refreshing finish. It definitely has a refreshing finish. Um, it's quite light, kind of, I don't want to say juicy. It doesn't taste like juice for sure, but like, because I know I described a previous wine as being tasting like juice, like a couple episodes back, and I was yeah. like, that one tasted like juice. This one, I wouldn't say tastes like juice. It's just very, more on the Pinot Grigio than Chardonnay side, I would say. Um, you definitely taste the pear, and it's definitely got a lot of citrus in it. Is it like light? It's very light. Very crisp? Very light, very crisp. Just not it. as dry. I want to try yours. We're just going to switch up really quick. Yeah, I get Ooh. the Christmas. The red that Kristen's drinking is very, um, the first thing I felt was like almost like a spicy. Yeah, it's spicy. Yeah, I really like it. Yeah. I like it. I really it's like smooth. it. It is. I do like it quite a lot. So. Oh, good good $13 wine. That turned out really well because I actually was really nervous <laughs> so about that. I, when I, was about, I was like, this is looks okay maybe it's $13 I didn't even look at the price till after we decided we would go to a fate and then I was like oh okay we'll see what happens yeah because like I've been eyeing it for like months and I'm like mm. but hey if I need a cheap bottle of wine going to someone's house I will fucking pick that up except you're not a cheap bottle of wine to someone's house type of person you well, might like to think you might be that person but you're not <laughs> I'm not to give it to them to take it to drink it. Yes. No. You're also not that person. To I your don't... house, I probably would. Really? So yeah. She always shows up with, like, expensive bottles for, like, the host. And then she's always, like, brings... Actually! They're Costco cheap. Maybe you would just show up... Maybe... Okay, you're the type of person that... Yeah, you might show up with a $13 bottle of wine for yourself. You're right. At someone's house. But you would bring the host, like, a $30 bottle of wine. And oh, maybe hope yeah. they would share with you. Or not, but... No, I'd stare them down till they pour it. Till they were like, do you want some of this great wine that you just brought me? But yeah. yeah. I guess we should talk about what book we are going to get into talking about and the one that we picked for next month. Okay. So this one that we're going to review today for this podcast is um, Then She Was Gone by Lisa Jewell. Um... I can't remember what, honestly, like, we hardly, when it comes to owl books, don't actually look to see what section of chapters oh, right. or Barnes & Noble you look into. Yeah. Um, but, because I literally just picked it up and I didn't even check to see, because it was on a table, so I didn't look. Well, this is why we have apps for a But, um, it is like a, sus not really, it's kind of like a mystery thriller. So. In a way, not really. Yeah. A, it's not like hardcore like, thrills all the time. It's more like mind just, psychological yes, yeah. kind of stuff. Um, which, like, as you listen to the podcast, like you'll see. But like, I wouldn't say. Well, a little bit suspenseful because you're like kind of like wondering what the fuck's going on half the time. Yeah, absolutely. And you're like constantly guessing, so I guess suspense. But I don't know if it probably is going to be under um, fiction. I would guess. Yeah, next month we decided to go back to teen because we did two teens for the first two episodes and then this one and the previous one were fiction, mystery, thriller kind of um, area. Um, so <laughs> we were talking about what kind of genre we wanted to go for and... Lindsay almost wanted to put a knife in her eye when we mentioned romance. So we decided to go with, but we wanted to do romance. So we decided teen romance is not as stab yourself in the eye kind of feeling for Lindsay. I can tolerate adult romance a little bit better than uh, she can. But I thought I could and I was like so down. And I was like, yeah, let's do something different. And then I was like, Looking at the names of the books, and I was like, I hate this now. I, I will sorry. get her to read an adult one at some point. 
but I need to do some research on one that I think she'll like. And we obviously literally came up with what we were reading like half an hour ago. So clearly no previous huge thought into it. But uh, yeah, we decided to go with um, Teen Romance. And uh, we decided to go with Royals by Rachel Hawkins. Um, I've read some of her books in high school and stuff like that. Ooh. Don't remember any of the names. Because I didn't look up any of them. But I remember I did like reading her. She's, it's kind of like light, like teen contemporary and teen romance. Like they're always like light stuff that I personally like reading that stuff when I'm at the pool, the beach. Lindsay's more of the thrillers when she's That's true. That's true. But I like the others because they're more, this is going to sound bad, mindless. (laughs) No, I get it. Like, sometimes you just want to read something that you don't have to put a lot of thought into. Like, this book that we're reading this month, then she was gone, I was thinking about consistently and I had to make sure I was listening or else I would have to go back and be like, okay, what the frick did they just say? So, I get it. Sometimes you just want to read something light and you want to read something that you can just read and be done with. Yeah. And usually when I'm at the beach or in the pool, I'm drinking a lot. So That's fair. I need something that I'm... Don't drink and read, fam. So the book, yeah, the book, right? Um, initial initial thought. Initial thought. Um, oh, this has been hard. I was kind of talking about it at work today, and I like it, but yeah, I think sometimes these books are so slow to start, yes. and then they pick up. Yeah, that you're just kind of like over it. Like, you're just kind of, like, cut out some of the front parts and kind of, like, get to it. And you kind of, you kind of get the feeling of what's going to happen in the first chapter-ish of this book. Like, I... Well, not chapter, part. Yeah. There's parts to this book. So, obviously, different chapters, but, like, in the first part of the book, you kind of are like, okay, I kind of think what's happening. Yeah. And then you... Basically get that solidified by the third. Yeah. By the third part. Um, I liked it better than the book last time. Did not like that one as much. I think that one dragged a little bit. The last book? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was It was slower. This one, this one got my interest a lot more. Mm-hmm. I read it way right faster. Yeah, same. Like, even though I read both of them in two days, like... This one I read, like, way faster, though. I kind of, like, I agree. Like, it was super slow, the first two parts, and I was like, okay, okay. I know something's going to happen. I know kind of what might be the thing. And I was just like, okay, when are we going to get to the meat? When are we going to get to the meat? It's just bones right now. And then I found that um, the... But also, it, like, really piqued my interest because I was, because, again, um, I'm a audiobook person. So, for me, I was pretty much just listening to it about two hours a day. And it's probably about a 10-hour listening book, I would say. And it's, I was like, okay, I, there were times when I was like, I can't wait to listen tomorrow because I really want to know if my theory is correct, I guess, or, but there was a lot of times where I was like, all right, when are we also going to get to knowing if my theory is correct? Because every time I would listen, I was like, all right, when's it going to get to it? When's it going to get to it? Okay, let's go. So it was quite slow moving. I thought at the first two parts, as soon as part three hit, I was like, and we got into Noelle's point of view, I was like, great, this is perfect. This is what I wanted. And part three and four, like really piqued my interest. Um, there were times where I was second guessing, I think my... Uh, thoughts around it where I was like, oh, was I completely off or was I super right? Um, but it definitely interested me more, you're right, than the last, than last month's book. Um, that frustrated me. Last one. I don't know. I can't even forget it. I can't even remember it. Like all the thrillers in my life bled together, I swear to God. <laughs> but, uh, Branch out, girl. I know. And I'm trying and it's good. I never thought I would like teen books again, especially teen fantasy. And this podcast has really helped me get into that zone. So. I love teen fantasy. 
mainly because it's not much of a headache as dealing with the other shit that adult fiction fantasy, I mean, is. Oh, adult fantasy is a whole different ballgame. You need to dedicate your life to that shit. Exactly. Like, you need a thesaurus and a dictionary and a map and, like, all this other shit that I don't have time for. And your entire life devoted to it with no job. Yeah. Or life. To keep up with it. And your life. Pretty much. You can just review it and get paid for it. So, yeah. That's kind of how I feel about it. I agree, though. Like, I felt like you're... This book, though, I felt like you could come up with... I felt like you can... You start guessing what's happening. Like, the first chapter... And it's a fly. I didn't think they still were alive here. <laughs> um... Turn it off. It's... Um... Sorry, the fly totally threw me off. I did not expect that to be happening right now. (laughs) Um, One good thing about winter in Canada, no bugs, basically. That's why I like winter. No more spiders. You have spiders, but they don't really freak me out. Woo! Snakes. Babe, getting back to what I was talking about. Okay, so, like, the first chapter, you're kind of, like, figuring out what the fuck's going on, but... Well, and, like, the first part, but, like, and you're kind of, like, paying attention, getting to know, like, the characters a little bit. And by the characters, it's more the mom and the daughter. Yeah. More than anyone else. You don't really get to know. Like, you get to know, like, the sister a smidge. And I mean, like, a smidge. Yeah. And the dad a little bit more. Not fully, but. I don't know. We were talking about. Before we started the podcast today, um, before we started recording about like the dad and how we're like, we're like, he's not really a character you really had to like make notes on or really think too much about because he's just like your standard, what like you would think a British dad would look like. Exactly. Like in my head, I picture him like mousy brown hair with like kind of on the longer side but it's like kind of tossed everywhere kind of thing yeah but not in like the cute like boy band like toss around kind of shit that happens but like and like that's the only thing i think about um and like well i said jumpers before but sweaters over top of their shirts and like glasses and trousers and like loafers. that's like literally what i think the sad is like so, obviously, you don't pay attention to him very much. <laughs> but, yeah. So, you you kind of have to pay attention just for that part. But, just, I don't know. I feel like in the when you first start a thriller, the first chapter, a little bit, you kind of need to pay attention to. Even though it's a little boring. Because you need to get that backstory. Yes. You need to figure out where this shit's going. But, I do have to say, this book kind of did annoy me in the fact that um, I think one of the last parts, I think it was like part four, is where they started getting like the, um, uh, like the then. Usually when I said then, it was the daughter, like the Ellie girl. Yeah. It was her point of view. But then it also had a, a back then, but it didn't actually say that in the beginning of the chapter for Noelle's character. Right. Yeah. As well as. Floyd had like I think a chapter or two where yeah, it was like every now and a then. previous one. Yeah. Nothing current. Yeah, nothing really current for him. He had one current at the near the very end of the book. Right. But oh, yeah, right. it kind of got confusing. You really had to pay attention or really like listen, like make sure you're listening. Yeah. I think it was like part four where it part four it got picked. confusing because and yeah, it kept going between the two, all the three. This is where I think audiobook came in handy because I was telling Kristen before we were talking mm. on the podcast, like, the lady that read on the audiobook, and I apologize, I'll try and include it in the show notes of the woman's name because she did a great job, um, but she voiced every character and she would change her voice based on the character. So for me, it helped me keep along. So even if I missed, like, let's say... Ellie then or anything like that I knew who Ellie like immediately 
when Ellie was talking, when it was Ellie's turn, when it was her point of view, when it was Laurel, when it was Floyd, when it was Noelle. Because she had all the different voices. Floyd had an American accent. Noelle had an Irish accent. Laurel had a mature British accent. And Ellie had a younger British accent. So for me, I always knew who was talking, even if I didn't know who was talking and I wasn't paying attention. So that's where the audiobook, I think, came in handy for me. Yeah, and, like, if you read the actual book or are going to, literally, the only time you knew it was Ellie was when it literally said Ellie. Then. Oh, then? They don't have names on this no. fucking sucker. That's why it was confusing. Because they literally just, you know, when it says then above the thing, like, the words in the it, chapter? they don't say Ellie? No. But then it's still back when Ellie's a captive person. Sorry, jumped ahead there. But it fucking doesn't say anything, and then it jumps to Noelle, and then it That's goes. That's annoying. That's super which is annoying. back fifty you know ten years because you have to fucking read it and pay attention. That's how. That's so smart. every time it was yeah. changing voices for you. Yeah, it wasn't. I, Obviously, they yeah. literally have no titles. Yeah. It just goes part four, and, and then, then it, it tells you then, and, and then it says then, but the then is always Ellie, always. But if there's nothing over the chapter, like if it's just the chapter number and just goes into it, then it could be Laurel, Noelle, it could be Noelle, or at Even random though Floyd. Noelle and Floyd are a then at some point. That's crazy. Well, Noelle's always at then. That's super annoying. Uh, it's, that's, it's confusing. Yeah, no kidding. Because for me, I swear. Especially since the first three parts are yeah. all Laurel. Oh, yeah. So there's no, well, okay, part one's got some, first two? I thought it was just part one that had Ellie. Ellie's not in part one, it's just Laurel, I'm pretty sure. And then I think it was maybe part two, like all of part one should just be, oh. Oh yeah, I forgot about the prologue. (laughs) The prologue's Ellie, I hate the prologue, it's stupid. She did not need it. I'm pretty sure part one is just Laurel. And then, because we first, we first become introduced to Ellie's point of view. No. Oh, no, you're right. It says Ellie? No. It says then. As soon as it says then, <gasps> it's Ellie. That's annoying. Honestly, like, it's confusing. You really have to pay attention when you're reading yeah. this book. Like, I still love it hands down over the book last month. But it's not my favorite thriller. Mm. Like, there are, th- a lot of thrillers will do the then, because a lot of them then and take now. you back. Yeah. Then and now, but they'll also do... If they don't do then and now, they'll give you point of view for multiple people. Yeah, and I've like, never encountered anything like that. And neither have I. And like I don't read as many thrillers as her. Yeah. Like but still. I'm kinda like all over the place on what I read. Sometimes I go through phases a little bit, mm-hmm. I find, but I definitely like circle between fiction. I think you're teen. mostly teen and thriller though. And teen thriller and fiction. Outside. Yeah. And I love Sophia Kinsella. Fuck oh, that right. shit. I, I love it. You like that kind of stuff. Except for Confessions of a Shopaholic should have stopped with the first book. Because no one needs the rest of it. But all for other books. <laughs> Fuck. I read that shit all the time. I love it. I can't get enough. I'll literally buy the book and read it yeah. in one sitting. I love that much. That's crazy to me. It's just weird. Like, as much as I complain, I was literally complaining to Kristen about how sometimes I'm like, the audiobook is just so, like, especially when it's a British author, it's always a British person speaking, and I just, like, I get caught up, and I don't pay attention, and I find, like, I don't enjoy the book as much, um, but I was, like, in reality, as much as I love reading an actual book, and I do miss actually having the time to sit down with an actual book, I just find it's more lucrative for me, because I'm, my distance to work every day, to do an audiobook that it's really interesting that I can get more out of my audiobook experience in this regard in this fuck yeah like because they'll switch the voices and everything so I have to do less paying attention than you would at reading actually reading a book because I was like you can leave things up to your imagination when you're actually reading a book versus when it's being read to you and the voice they use and everything so I mean, there's definitely pros and cons. I think it's cool that we have one of us that reads the actual book and one of us that does yeah. the audiobook. Because I feel like, personally, I zone out so hard. Yeah. 
So I feel like, like I listen to a lot of podcasts. Like I listen to like more like the comedic mm-hmm. relationship, not really relationship, but like the like you up kind of thing. J Train, J Train, and like this one, Melanie Minogue, love her. But I like listen to those and like. They kind of keep my interest just for the fact that I'm, like, laughing a lot for it. Yeah. But I feel like if I listen to, like, something like a book, I feel like... You wouldn't Especially if I'm driving, I feel like... Like, obviously, you're paying attention when you're driving, regardless. But, like, I feel like you kind of would zone out of the book because you'd get caught up in just, like, hearing their voice that you wouldn't really fully... For me, I feel like I would totally, like... So you were joking earlier, like, it'd be, like, ten minutes later, it'd be, like, what just happened in the last, like, ten minutes? Oh, like, for what it they does. Said. Sometimes I, it does. Yeah, and I totally would do that a lot. Or I'd, like, think about one thing that they said and, like, go off that. Basically, right. like, our podcast. Yeah, like, My brain works like that. No, and so does mine a lot of the time, and I just kind of listen. It's, it's easier when you're in a car with no one else around you, and mm-hmm. you literally are just listening. Because if... Like, once I get out of the car, and let's say it's uh, an audiobook, as soon as I'm walking to work, I have to think about, okay, what am I doing today? Where am I going? Do I need the coffee? Like, all these things, and I'm out. Like, I'm out. I don't remember the last yeah. 10 minutes. So, for me, it's like, it has to be in my car. If I'm at home, let's say on a day off, and I try to listen to it at home, um, my mind's already elsewhere, like, let's plan this, let's do this, let's read this, like, watch this. So I can't, like, it's only for the car for me. Like, otherwise, I need to have, physically have the book, and then I'm paying attention. Yeah. And, like, I was telling Lindsay, I was like, I literally, the past few days, I read the book, but I had, like, I had movies playing in the background. Right, yeah. And, like, I was telling her what movies I was watching, but, like, I wasn't really watching them. They're just, like, movies that, like, I pick ones that, like, I've seen thousands of times or their movies I've seen like a couple of times I'm like well like they're good but honestly I I read when I watch a lot of movies especially if they don't captivate my interest the whole time so like I end up reading half sometimes through movies anyways but I'm very good at splitting my time between the (laughs) two yeah so yeah, like, I literally will, I had, like, a couple movies on when I was reading this book between the last two days, because, yeah, it's just nice to have things in the background, but it doesn't take away from me paying attention to this book, because, like, when you need to pay attention to a book, you I probably need pay to. attention to the book. I will. Like, the other thing could be, like, it's, like, background noise, and I don't know. Yeah, I like, get it. I listened, or I read um, this one Sophia Kinsella book, um, and I listened to the newest Carrie Underwood um, album at oh, the time. Oh, pretty? At, oh. No, at the time. Sorry. This is like, year, like years ago. Like five to seven years ago. Well, maybe longer. Um, years ago. And I listened to that on repeat. I don't know how many times. But I can pretty much sing every freaking song on that, That's like, crazy. in my subconscious. Like, yeah, because it's something in the background that you might not notice. It's almost subliminal. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, going and going, and then you're just, like, reading, but you don't realize it's, like, repeating, yeah. and then all of a sudden you're like, I know every lyric to the, yeah. every song. It's pretty much that. And, like, it's the album with, like, Get Out of This Town and stuff on it. Yeah. I love that song. Anyways, but I actually... If you do rather prefer, unlike me, to, like, listen to music, I recommend classical music. Actually, that's what someone has told me. Like, they like to listen to classical music when they read because it's very um, dramatic. It is, but it's also not something that you need to focus on Mm -hmm. because there's there's not as many lyrics. So it's not something you need to be like, what are they saying? What's happening? Mm -hmm. It's just music. That is kind of, like, going through. That's why a lot of students listen to classical music when they're yeah. studying. My last year of university, I listened to classical music and Disney. Love it. <laughs> um, while I was writing some, like, final papers. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, for light stuff, like, like the Sophia Kinsella, like, I can pretty much listen to whatever when I'm reading. Yeah. But um, I do actually do quite 
like listening to classical music, yeah. especially if it's like piano and like cello. Love those that combination. Mm. Um, but I have if I do plan on listening to music when I read, yeah, I do actually like listening to that over lyrical songs unless it's like an album or whatever I've already listened to. Hmm. But when you read or you listen to the stuff again, for me, like since I'm spending like three or whatever hours reading that book, yeah. I'm going to, when I listen to that shit or reread that book, you'll I actually think about that song. No, that's fair. Cause you'll associate things. Yeah. Cause that is one teen book. It's like a teen fantasy, weird mage, witch kind of book Yeah, from like over 10 years ago that I read when I was in Arizona on vacation. Oh yeah. And I listened to, um, uh, um, Chris Brown and some <laughs> other chick. <laughs> I think it's Chris Brown. It's like breathe or something. Oh, and, um, yeah. Every time I read that book or hear that song, I think of the opposite. I know that flies annoying me. Not the fly. Did you get those flowers from Indigo? Chapters? Oh, yeah. Jamie? Yeah. Well, not Jamie. So I have these fake flowers that are red. She'll post it on the Instagram when it's ready. <laughs> I'll post it on my own personal one and they'll repost when we have our own actual one. But this plastic This actually one. looks really good and I was just wondering. And, you know, like, uh, I feel like I've seen these before. So it was like near the end of when I worked at Chapters and one of our displays. I, I actually really don't remember the actual flowers being up in display, but apparently they were. But I remember them being in the office and someone was like, Kristen's taking these. Yeah, because like I saw the flowers and I, and I was like, well, that's pretty. And then I think our, um, what is his title? Visual manager. Visual manager for chapters at the time. He was like, he's like, take them. Like, I'm going to throw them out anyways. And I was like, I don't know why I don't like plastic flowers, but for some reason I freaking took really them. They're really pretty. And just because I think they're like really big open they're, flowers. They're huge, big. Like, if I'm going to describe them, they're big and red. Like, literally just bright red and really thick stalk of yeah. flower. And they look really, look like they could be real. The only reason I'm, like, looking at them, I knew they weren't, is because I've seen them before. Yeah, and funny story. My mom puts them into, like, the most expensive vase. Is that? And, yeah, there's not a lot of vases. Anyways, and then anytime anyone brings flowers to this house, <laughs> she's like, where's my fucking vase? And no one remembers that it is there. got the fake flowers in it. <laughs> it literally took us probably two days when my last Christmas and someone got my mom flowers for my mom to realize that she was like, oh yeah, I was walking down the stairs and realized that the fake flowers have the, um, has a nice. there in the base. So no one's going to remember that. Because we still forget that every time. But, yeah, no. They look really nice. We will take pictures of them so you guys know what we're talking about. And you Super guys. Super creepy outside. You guys we will We went it. off a tangent. Like, I know. I was totally going to go on to a whole Halloween thing. It's super creepy outside. Mm. Uh, it's dark and it's like. Snowy, but kind of also sleety and kind of weird. And there's and a person getting out of the fucking car. Two cars. And there's weird, like, her streetlights. We're at Kristen's house, by the way. Her streetlights are, like, on. And, but it's dark. So, like, fair, they're on. But it's creepy because it's, like, rainy. Anyway. I noticed, like, Same six minutes ago that we should have probably been talking about the book again. Oh, yeah. There's probably going to be a short book topic. But maybe you guys like that. I don't know. We don't know. Maybe if you guys let us know, know. know. Email. Um, Great review. Subscribe. We don't hate you. Please listen to us every time. Um, yes. I guess um, I'm going to ask you some questions, maybe. Well, ask us some questions. Who's your favorite, like, point of view character? Like, whose point of view did you get most excited for? Oh, 
so creepy. I just saw someone walk by. Stop! I'm looking at you and I'm looking outside at the same time. If we die, you guys have our podcast. Actually, don't because we haven't posted it. But all right. Oh Remember us fondly. <laughs> no one's going to kill us. Alarm system. Anyways. She hasn't set the alarm. I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. Yeah, but the it chimes when someone opens the door. Super! It chimes, guys! Hey. You have a little bit of time. You'll hear the chime when we post this. Oh, just kidding. We won't post it. Yeah. I can go put the alarm on. It's a long episode. You guys must hate us. Just kidding. Anyways, back to the story. What point of view do I like the most? Whose point of view did you like the most? Um, like, who's, did you get most excited to hear? Let's say. Ellie? Okay. Because I wanted to know what the fuck happened from right? her point of view. Because, like. The mom, you kind of know from the beginning, even before you open the book, what it's going to be like. Yeah, fair. And then, but like with Ellie, you're kind of like, what was she feeling? Because it's like, she got kidnapped for a completely weird ass reason. I didn't think we would hear Ellie's point of view at the beginning. And I was was like, this is awesome. Because I was like, I was kind of like, okay. And then like, it was kind of interesting just like her take on everything how okay so if anyone didn't read the book before i ask you who your point of view is ellie was kidnapped basically by her math tutor who's an older lady kidnapped her because her boyfriend who is this like math physics or whatever kind of book author um wasn't he was losing interest in her she decided to get pregnant again because she already got pregnant by him once and he was so excited but she lost the baby to take ellie to basically be her surrogate but not fully surrogate she'd use Ellie's not willing surrogate and willing um and like inseminate her to make her pregnant but unbeknown to everyone else until you get near the end it's not his sperm he doesn't know anything about it until she confesses to this when the kid's like four years old. Yeah. Um, she bought semen offline, which I did not know you could do. But apparently you could do. <laughs> Possibly. I don't know. I don't look into it. But maybe in London, because this is where it takes place. Uh yeah, but apparently that's what she did. She inseminated this girl and like Ellie, and she became pregnant, produced the daughter Poppy. Hence why the girl in the front cover, yeah. when you read about it, looks like her daughter. And uh, the dad kills Noelle, the tutor. Kind of saw that coming, honestly. Yeah. Like, as Who soon wouldn't as... wouldn't want to kill her? Like, well, the only reason I saw that is because... Oh, I would kill her. Like, that's fucked. But I hated Lloyd from the beginning. I hated him. Wasn't a fan. And it might have been the way that it was read, like his voice. He was very, I was telling Kristen before, he sounded very um, pretentious. Pretentious, there we go. And pretentious was like, American. he was pretentious. And I was like, yes, agreed. Um, his voice matched his demeanor. I just didn't like hearing it. It was very annoying. Yeah. Um, and I hated him from the start. I hated him. As soon as he cut that cake and wanted to share it with Laurel, I was like, I hate the person already. Like, not a fan. A fan of carrot cake, not a fan. <laughs> um, and that... Forgot where I was going with this. Not a fan of Floyd. Um, it he was when... So here was my thing. I knew he did something bad. I just didn't know how bad. Like, what level of bad it was because of Blue. I was because just going to say, because, yeah. And I was like, as soon as Blue said his aura was bad, like black, and like how he was like, just she knew he he had, wasn't a good person. I was like, something's wrong with this guy, and it's either he, and my, my mind immediately, within probably, I would think I was in part two, it was when Blue said that, maybe beginning of part three, pretty much just right in the middle of the book, my mind went really, really dark, and I was like, this guy, and I like... Trigger warning for some people. I was like, he did something. He did something really bad to um, Ellie, and I was like, he's the actual father of Poppy. Ellie had the baby. That's where my mind went, and I was like, okay, this guy is a bad, bad dude. 
So my mind went there really dark and I was like, if that's the case, like I was like, this book is really, really messed up because that's, that's a pretty big topic and, and something that's not often discussed from what I've seen in books. Um, and then I totally flipped it. Well, and then I, I was like really interested just to know, like, is that where the author's going? Like, is that where we're going with this? Because if so, like, this is a much heavier book than I ever thought it would be. Yeah, I was shocked. I was, I was like, there with you on that. Like, okay, good. Fully. Okay. I was like, because when I read the inside cover when we were buying, like, well, when we first, I looked it up online and, like, saw it and, like, pretty much the inside cover, kind of back of the book kind of thing. I kind of thought he might have done something to, well, that's what I was like, that's how, about. so I was like, how would Poppy be, like, a, I was like, well, like, I loved How I Met Your Mother at the show. And, like, they always talked about doppelgangers. Like, well, maybe they're, like, Poppy's a doppelganger gotcha. of her daughter. Didn't even but think about any of that. I was like, but, you know, maybe it's somehow. Thing. Yeah. And there was that seed in the back of my mind. And then Same. I read it. And then I got to a point where I was like, okay. <laughs> Did he actually, like. Well, that was my thing. I was like. It was, I was like, there's no way this guy, I was like, first of all, there's no way the author would go there. Second of all, there's no way this guy, the character she's created would do this thing. But then it was like, as soon as Blue had that like dark call, thing. I was like, oh my God, what did he do? So for the longest time I thought he did something terrible to Ellie. And I was like, this is why Poppy is around. And I was like, that's. This is a, a much heavier book than I gave it credit for. Yeah. And I was like, that also surprises me because I was like, you feel like it would need a lot heavier trigger warning for that type of thing. So I was like, kind of like, this can't know. be. Yeah. It's sad that my mind goes there. Um, but then as the book progressed and I realized that like, okay, he didn't do this. I was like, he did something. Yeah, and it was more when Ellie, it was Ellie's point of view, and she was like, "Something happened." Is kind of when I realized that I was like, I, "Still something in my mind," because she didn't say. But yeah, I was like, I was like, "There's no way." It, like I began doubting, doubting it, and it was when Noel confirmed when she had that when she finally said, "Like, hey, this is every she's not your daughter. This is what happened." <laughs> she just went berserk on him. Um, it doesn't really tell what happens after a fight. So in my mind, I was like, he killed Noel. Noel for yeah. sure. Because I know he did something. He did he didn't something that it. wasn't good. And, but it, at the same time, I was like, I don't blame you. She's a crazy person. And she kidnapped a young girl. Which, talking about her, like, Noel in general, like, Laurel, the mom of Ellie, and who Floyd ended up dating, she, it was, she realized, okay, so how she found out Noelle was involved and, like, Poppy's mom, and I'm doing quotes with one finger, or one hand, <laughs> um, that you guys can't see. Anyways, um, she was, like, her mother, but, like, the only reason that Laurel found out was because she already started dating Floyd. Right. And she was over at his house, and she was about to leave, and the mail came, and I'm like, here, they right. shove it through the slot in the door, which is Crazy to me. I don't know if they still do that in England. I wish they would. It's amazing. So Laurel, the mom yeah. of Ellie, who dated Lloyd, Floyd, what the fuck, Floyd, not Lloyd, um, she actually called Noelle's old house number or whatever, and her nephew stayed there, who she's never met. So she's from Ireland. She had two older brothers, two younger brothers. One's younger sister, well, one sister, she died when she was, like, eight or something, yeah. and apparently that messed her up for, like, life. She was kind of crazy. And so the parents said when she left for England for school, like, when she was probably, like, 18 or 17 or whatever, she basically dropped off the face of the planet and didn't give a fuck about her family. And her family was, like, she, like, they kept trying to keep in contact with her. She yeah. didn't. Her brothers would visit England and, like, try, sorry, I have the hiccups. But, like, try and, like, <laughs> see her and, like, she apparently, like, dodged them as much as she could. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, she was, like, a 47-year-old virgin. Sorry. Had to throw that in. I thought that was really funny. If you're a 47-year-old virgin, we don't judge you. <laughs> I'm sorry for saying that. 
part. And Christy Kemp's a woman. Oh, my God. Um, but the movie. What is the point of this? Oh, yeah. Can I just oh. say who my favorite was? She was just really weird. And, like, the parents were, like, the mom was, like, oh, she's fucking dead. Because, like, she basically gave no two shits about us. And well, she's yeah. a horrible person. And it apparently started when her sister died. Hey, go. Who's your favorite? Who did you look most forward to to listen to? Okay, well, after her tangent on Noelle, here we come. Um, I read Noelle's a fucking crazy person. She's not my favorite character at all. And I was so glad that she got murdered. Um, which, yeah, you guys might be like, Lindsay, don't say that. But I don't care because she was crazy. She kidnapped a girl. So, anyway. And inseminated her. If I gave, ba- a I gave birth to a baby from a random person... And I didn't even know what was happening when I was so young. I'd be traumatized for life and fuck that bitch. So anyway, um, although that being said, the person besides Ellie, I'm not going to say Ellie. Ellie, it was a tie, I would say, but you already said Ellie. Mm -hmm. And yes, I looked forward to Ellie's point of view because I really wanted to know what she was feeling. But I really looked forward to, as well, Noelle's point of view. Laurel gave a great overview of the whole thing. Floyd gave a great end view to the whole thing of like missing pieces, I would say. It's pretty much those two. It was, but Noelle, I just wanted to know kind of, I knew, and I think everyone, I think all the readers know that Noelle is the one that did it at a certain point. And you're just waiting. You're like, tell me why I need to know why. And so that for me was, I was like, Oh my God, Noelle, finally tell me. And then I just look forward to seeing like what Noelle was thinking, why she did it because she was crazy. And I just love to know what crazy, why crazy operates the way it does. So thinking about the crazy part of Noelle, I was just thinking about how it was super crazy. How out of nowhere, one conversation that lasted like maybe two minutes between her and Ellie when she was her tutor about hamsters. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> guys talk about the hamsters because oh it's been bugging the crap out of me well, and I will never get her answer and I have to Lisa say Duell. Kristen Kristen's way better than I am about like this podcast and she takes notes about like what she's reading when she's reading it and like what the fuck she, was, she was like reading me her questions to herself and just, obviously all these questions have been answered already but they're just throughout her reading and then it's like what is Noelle doing Where's Ellie? When, what, uh, like, what is Ellie feeling? What the fuck is up with the hamsters? Like, just out of nowhere. Just like, what the fuck? Yeah. I don't get it. I and don't I was get like, the it's whole fair. thing. I don't either. But at the same time, it's like, you're in the mind of a crazy person. Like, she thinks hamsters is going to make Ellie comfortable, I guess. And then she just but keeps buying her fucking hamsters. tutoring. Who mentions it during tutoring? And then, like, why would you even think of that when she was tutoring her? But anyways, if you think of, like, kind of all the conversations they had, like, Ellie would say, like, she brought me lip balm. She bought me this. But what's wrong me- with a guinea pig? Or a cat? Or a dog? Or a lizard? Well, maybe not a lizard, because they're not If someone bought me a cat, I'd be more worried than if someone bought me a hamster, because I'd be like, why the fuck did you buy but me a cat? But what's wrong with a guinea pig? They're huh? cute. Nothing, but what if they had, like, multiple guinea pigs instead of hamsters? Guinea pigs are bigger. They're just a whole lot of mess that shouldn't have happened. But when she kidnapped her, she's like, I got a huge surprise for you. And she brought home two hamsters. No, I know. It was a... And then, literally... Sorry. I don't know why you're surprised about this. She's a crazy person. She is a crazy person, but I'm like, why would she bring the two hamsters over and then... She apparently bought more hamsters because apparently there was a whole lot of do- dead hamsters in the basement that no one cleaned out until the, the like nephews, younger cousins yeah. or nephews cousins, yeah. moved in. Because her family, for some psychotic reason, left the house that she rented or bought or whatever. I don't think her family ever went there, though. Her uncle, her sort of fly. I know. I just heard it. Um. <laughs> I can't remember the terminology they use. I, it was either her brothers or her uncles or whatever came to London and they like looked at the house and they kept everything the same. They didn't move any furniture. They didn't get rid of pretty much anything. And obviously the hamsters they didn't get rid of. 
And then the younger cousins moved in and the hamsters were there. But they were dead. dead. They were dead. Like, this is all, like, who knows how many times in the last 10 years they were there. Did they go down there, though? Because not many people went down there. Yeah, because it sounds creepy. Yeah, it sounds fucked up. I'm scared of my basement. Sometimes. I have a wild Her basement is not weird and there's no hamsters, so it's No, it's very open space. I have a very wild imagination. That also leads to the hot tub, so. Yeah, which we're going to go into later. But back to the hamster thing. They all died. Weird. But also, Noelle let them die. And when Ellie mentioned that when she was pregnant in the first beginning part, Noelle was, like, all excited about the fact that she was pregnant and that she lost interest. Like, at some point, she started giving her crap food, and then all of a sudden, after she had the baby, she let her have, Noelle let Ellie have the baby for a little bit, and then she basically got over the fact that Ellie was, like, going through some infections, because obviously she wasn't taken to a hospital, which females should have hospital attention or medical attention somehow, in some case, or whatever, when they're fucking Unless babies, you have bodies. a good midwife, and you're having a good home birth. But that's like medical in some way. Yeah. It you need some type of medical knowledge. You need someone that knows what they're doing. <laughs> Pretty much. It's and she fucking hard. had no clue. She got an infection, got over that, she got like a breast infection, and like Noel basically just was like, Well, I'm tired of you. I have the baby now. I'm just gonna like you're annoying me because you keep moaning and you're like fevered induced brain about being with your mom and your family that you just freaking like close the door on her and just like leave her in the basement until she fucking dies to the point your neighbors notice the smell Sorry. well no it was fucked up for sure i had to get that off my chest that she let the hamster die and then she let ellie, ellie die. die in the same way and they ran over her body with a car and then dumped her in the woods with the rut sack that she had actually it was a pretty <sighs> fucking dark book it was and that's oh. one this guy I worked with. I was like, like the, what happened in the last book could totally happen. Mm-hmm. I was like, I feel like this book is more, to me, plausible. I didn't know what I, A, I was getting into with this book. And not that I want to shy away from it because I, this stuff fascinates me. I love to read this kind of stuff. And it really, it was like, this is crazy. Oh my gosh. Like. I need to know more, and at the same time, I was thinking, this book needs to be read by more people. As dark as it is, and as hard as it is for people to digest, I wanted in that instant to be like, more people need to read this because this is this is literally today's life, and I've I've read way too many actual real stories about actual real killers and rapists who actually do these things. Okay. So it was like, for me, it was more like. Oh my God, this isn't a book that is being sold. Thank goodness, like, it's being talked about. And when I found it, it wasn't that exact thing that I was thinking. That was fine. It's still not to diminish, like, it's still a pretty dark book. And it's one of the darker thrillers that I've ever read. It describes a lot of darker themes than I've ever read. That being said, um, today's like actual true crime which i i'm a big true crime person love true oh we should read true crime oh my god we should i love true oh crime. my god we should i don't know why thrillers are like true crime that's why i love thrillers anyway we'll read true crime we'll next that. month send us your favorites actually that is so much that is our jam it. please send us true crime oh, I love um it. we but like in today's true crime like I hear about, like, such messed up stuff, and every time I'm like, oh, it's gonna, I was like, that's messed up, that's messed up, and you think it's gonna debilitate you more, but it's gotten to the point where it's like, no, I've heard that same song and dance already, which is super sad, and I'm not saying that any other crime is not to be reveled in, Um, but it's just gotten to the point where it's like, I'm not even shocked about that. And that's where I got to the point with this book where I was like, for a second, 
well, that's heavy. Well, that's not anything I've ever experienced in a book, but I'm not shocked about it because of what's going on today. And that is not dark. That is dark. And I was like, that's pretty dark for a book that just, uh, that just Kristen showed me for five seconds that I decided was a good read, but it was a like, for me, it was a like, and that's shocking because if you get to know me more and I'm sure you all will, as our podcasts go on, I'm a very dark person. I like the dark stuff. Mm-hmm. I like heavy, heavy stuff, dark web, dark anything. Give me it. I love to explore those um, different molds. But this book, for a second, for a second, I was like, oh, wow, this is going where no other book I've ever read has gone before. Not that not that I haven't heard true crime stories about stuff like this, but I was just shocked that a fictional book went what might go where I thought it like to a place it's pretty dark yeah yeah but yeah no this book definitely was teetering on that side of darkness on the one end of the rape side yeah it thankfully didn't but it was definitely on psychological like Noelle was on a whole different page of like psychological Floyd definitely was playing into he had his own issues (laughs) they really go into it a lot. No, it was kind but, of off the topic. But, like, he obviously killed someone and buried them in but the But at the backyard. same time, we were very quick to be like, meh. Yeah, exactly. But at the same time, you're like, he basically impersonated himself to look like her ex-husband. That's like, true. Like, not Noelle, Yeah, he did, he but, did. But, like, he impersonated, like, in a way, Noelle, or, not Noelle, Laurel's ex-husband. Is that Laurel? Yeah, no, you're yeah, right. Okay. Laurel's so ex-husband, like, like, yeah, Paul, um, and, like, all that oh, stuff, why? but, like, Sorry, but, yeah, no, like, it's definitely, like, he impersonated himself in such a way, and, like, he always leaves, apparently, when the girl, like, realizes that he's not exactly who they thought he was, he wasn't portraying the correct person, so, obviously, there's a psychological thing on that factor, and he ends up killing himself in the end. You're, at the same moment, like, this poppy, like, the daughter of Ellie and some random dude that sold his sperm on fucking internet. Who fucking does that shit? For 50 quid. I'm pretty I don't sure, know. Pretty sure she said 50 quid. I don't know what that is in US or in British pounds dot thing, but like that's that's insane. I, I don't get it. But he like Poppy like was produced from this and like she ended up being like this daughter that was so much like Ellie but was so much more and I don't know I feel like for the circumstances this girl just changed the world and Floyd had a different daughter with his ex-wife who hated I guess his little girl went through like this phase and she's way like she's like nine or something years older than her sister poppy but like technically she's not blood related to this poppy but like um but i think it's cool that laurel and poppy have a connection to this sister sarah jane or jade afterwards oh i'm talking about sarah jane now I'm like, no, so, I, I like, a, like a, little, a little snippet of her. Like, I loved her. Like, this girl was like completely on a different universe on so many things. Like, I don't agree with her relationship status, which I'm not going to get into at all. But I actually really liked landing where. Oh, I like. I like. I loved Sarah Jane. Jane because I was like, Laurel developed this relationship with Sarah Jade yeah. that she needed. And yeah. I feel like she's I agree. From her mom, she did need but. it. And we talked more about the book in a way that we actually fully discussed it instead of describing it. Exactly. And also I finished a whole bottle of wine before we were even done. Yeah she did. She's on And side. Kristen's real close. Well, I talked I feel like a little bit more and I was listening to you for some That's fair. I went on a tangent. You anyway. did and it was such an empowering one. I was just like Thank you. not even drinking. It was really nice. Like, honestly. And not that I want to cut this conversation short. So, again, if you want to email us, talk to us, anything, tell us what you think of our podcast. Because I know there's, like, up to 50 of you out there. 
Because, yes, Possibly. we've seen the numbers. Um, we Hopefully. hope you come back. Cross our fingers. Um, if you like what we're saying, great, tell us. If you don't like what we're saying, great, tell us. If you want to hear something different, yes, feedback. We love feedback. Also, books, please tell us. We are, like, literally scrounging for books. We're going off what we know. If you have a different genre you want to hear, tell us. Chris is doing the hallelujah sign. No, I was holding my hand up as I want to speak. I feel like that. Oh, sorry. Kristen wants to speak. So we have to like hold up our hands. But then I want to go home. I do that. I don't know why. I think it's because of a brother I have to deal with. It's, um, um, you guys, thank you so much for joining us. I know it was a long one and we really appreciate it. And again, I know we say it a lot. Please email us. We just want some human contact. Some people that we know are actually listening. And please tell us again if there's anything you want us to do. We'll AKA do it. We'll fucking do kill it. Kill the bullshit that we have time. <laughs> Our tangents, yeah, we get off track a lot. But, you know, some people like it and some people don't. We don't know. Let us know. And, like, we both realized that this time we did a little different style for how we talked about the book. Do you like it more than us summarizing slash yeah. talking about it or giving more of the opinions on everything going off on tangents on that than describing the book? Let us know. Please add boozeandbooks at gmail.com. Both books and booze have an extra O in them. But so three O's. So three booze, O's. Three. Three and O's. A and D. Books. Rios at gmail.com. <laughs> Please or seriously subscribe, rate, review, but seriously subscribe and you know, rate. But on, review because that's oh, another way besides emailing. And we're on all of your favorite podcast subscriptions. So if you don't have Apple Podcasts, which is my favorite, sorry. Mine um too. And maybe Kristen's. Uh, we're on Stitcher. We're on TuneIn, Tune Spotify. Spotify, all the big some ones. Some other ones that we don't. Know. Uh, Anchor. You can find us at any of those. There are some others that we're on. I'm sorry, we don't have a list right now. Um, but we'll please tune in. It. We actually really, really care about you guys. And we seriously, seriously, like I know when I listen to podcasts, I don't do any of this shit. But please rate, review, subscribe. I actually listen to a podcast that. They had people, when they listen, take a screenshot that they're listening to the podcast and post it on their Instagram and take them. <gasps> you can do that. And, and if you tag follow Kristen S17, she's going to post our newest podcast yes. picture really, really soon around the 20th. So if you guys uh, repost that, it gets us more, more exposure, which means more bigger, yeah. which means maybe we can come see you in person. I don't know. If that's what you want. If that's not what you want, then don't do it. Because that sounds ridiculous. And maybe we'll read more than one book a month. You Ooh! You how about know. that? Not four readers. Not four books a month. I've done that in a book group. Doesn't get pretty. Actually, that sounds pretty fun. We should rank up to that. We'll start with one a month, but I'll see where we got. Oh my goodness! We miss you already! Can't wait for next month, which is Royals by Rachel Hawkins. Yay! We can't wait for it. It's another teen. Well, not another. It's a teen book, but it's romance. Teen romance. We'll see how it goes. But see y'all next time. Bye. Bye.